You're listening to the Gym Class Podcast from 1600 ESPN. It's the Gym Class with Scott Unash and Mark Dukes on 1600 ESPN KGYM. And live from the Econ Nutrition Studios here on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. On a warm midweek Wednesday, it is a gym class coming your way on this February 21st. Welcome aboard. Scott Unash with you. Mark Dukes joining me from the back porch in the southwest side. Uh, Isaac on the other side of the glass. And, of course, you, our listener out there, the most important part of the equation. Thank you for tuning in here today as we take you through the 3 o'clock hour on 1600 ESPN, as well as 102.3 FM here in Cedar Rapids. 106.3 FM in Iowa City, the KGYM radio stream, mobile app, and smart speaker. And if you missed any of our uh, programs or Spencer on Sports or the Todd Bromel Camp Show in the morning, you can always go back and listen to those podcasts. They're available uh, on our website at kgymradio.com or Apple or Spotify. We've got a good show for you. It's Wednesday. That means Mark Ironside will be joining us. We'll look back at senior day for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, the state wrestling tournament, I'm sure, as well. And uh, anything else going on in the world of collegiate wrestling? We will do that with Mark coming up in just a little bit. Uh, and uh, the Hawkeyes, a win last night. Unexpected up at the Breslin Center in East Lansing, Michigan. Uh, we'll get your thoughts about that and, and what it means for Iowa men's basketball. 319-366-1600. That is a text line available to you. Again, that is 319-366-1600. That is the phone line as well. If you'd like to pick up the phone and give us a call, love to hear from you today. Again, that is 319-366-1600. And, uh, happy opening MLS day to you, Isaac. Are you, are you pumped? Are you excited? Yeah, totally. I didn't I even know, know it until they mentioned it at the top of the hour. Yeah, MLS, <laughs> it still doesn't really move me. I do have more interest now than I had before, but I don't know. It's uh, it's hard for me to get into it right now when I'm already focused on other leagues around the world. It's just there. Yeah, it's just there. Even with Messi. It's cooler with Messi. I'll pay a little bit more attention, but it's not like Messi, you know, 2012 or something like that. True, true. Still messy, though. Still messy. Still messy out there. Not. It's not messy out there. It's messy. <laughs> All right. Mark Dukes from uh, the back porch on this uh, very nice and now sunny Wednesday afternoon. How you doing? You're good, Scott. Good afternoon to you guys and everyone out there. And golf courses open Saturday. <laughs> I'm playing Sunday. <laughs> Very much looking forward to it. Yeah. One by one, they're opening. Uh, now, that does not mean they may not close again. Just letting you know about that. This is a Which usually happens. This is a soft open, right, Mark? It's a soft open. In more ways than one. <laughs> Check ahead if carts are uh, allowed. But uh, this happens a lot. Uh, I remember you and I playing in... Mid December one year. Oh yeah, I got pictures of it. Yeah, out at Hunter's Ridge, and uh, you never know. Uh, the forecast looks really good through the end of next week, and so much for the girls' state tournament blizzard. Yeah, so much for that. Uh, now we don't want to poke Mother Nature. We just don't want to do that. But yeah, it looks good. It looks good for next week. Uh, that is uh, next week. Last night. The Iowa men's basketball team. And isn't it funny how just by one pretty darn good performance on the road, first of all, I'm glad I did not bet my house on the Iowa outcome last night. Uh, I have not officially bet the house on Saturday's Iowa State game at home against West Virginia. We went over that yesterday in case you were wondering what in the heck is Scott talking about at this time. But I did not expect a 78-71 Iowa win up in East Lansing at the Breslin Center last night. I don't think a lot of people did expect that, Mark. But when you uh, shoot as well as Iowa did, they shot it over 50%. Uh, didn't take a lot of three-pointers in that game last night. Got to the free-throw line nine more times than Sparty did. Made four more free-throws than Michigan State attempted in that game last night. 
out-rebounded Michigan State on the road. Ben Cricky with perhaps his best game as a Hawkeye last night. Patrick McCaffrey off the bench with 14 points. That's what happens. Iowa got a big win last night on the road. Yeah, it was a, a big win, potentially huge, as Iowa is kind of on the fringe of the discussion now of uh, NCAA tournament participation, second straight uh, quad one win. Um, and I, I, I read with interest, uh, apparently a, a players-only meeting after the Maryland game, Iowa lost at Maryland by 12. And I think it was Tony Perkins who said, you know what, we're getting bullied uh, too much. Now it's time for us to be the bully. You know, and those meetings uh, sometimes are great. Sometimes they're, you know, uh, just fall short. But based on the last couple of games, uh, overtime win against Wisconsin at home, and this win, yeah, truly unexpected uh, for me. Um, and credit Tom Izzo. He, in his, I read all his postgame comments, and uh, he felt like his defense was in quicksand. Uh, actually, his whole team in quicksand uh, for much of the game. He gave a lot of credit to Iowa and various aspects, Grant McCaffrey and some of the players. And I didn't see it coming because Michigan State had been surging. Uh, but I think it largely was a mixture of Iowa's zone and man-to-man defense and points in the paint. Izzo belabored the fact that Iowa got to the hoop too often and too effectively. Iowa outscoring Michigan State 40-28 to 28 in the paint. And I thought it was interesting. Izzo Sissoko, the, the, uh, one of the starting big men for Michigan State, got in early foul trouble, and I don't think he played the rest of the game. Izzo was not happy with his team. And sometimes it's just inexplainable, I guess, but um, – Terrific win for Iowa. Now it needs to uh, garner some of that performance, execution, motivation at Illinois and into the uh, final four games. Yeah, into the uh, those particular ball games. And I would imagine if you would have taken one out of two at Michigan State or Illinois, if you were an Iowa fan, you would do that in a heartbeat. They got a chance for two for two, albeit an outside chance. Uh, Illinois. Uh, a very, very good basketball team, much like Michigan State. You never know how it's going to play out. But the Illini and Purdue have distanced themselves by two games over the rest of the field uh, as far as the Big Ten regular season race is concerned. And uh, amazing how one big win on the road changes a lot of outlooks on this Iowa men's basketball team. Suddenly, oh, oh, Fran's doing a good job. Hey, they're watchable. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> and that that's amazing, isn't it, Isaac? Just an amazing observation by folks. Yeah, winning really does just What have you done for everything. me lately? Yeah, it really is. What have you done for me lately? And Iowa was very, very good. Peyton Sanford with a big game, 22 last night. Ben Cricky, as we mentioned, uh, he uh, had an 18-point game last night for Iowa. Double-double had... 14 rebounds in there as well, which offset a, a kind of an off night. As you mentioned, Mark, Iowa went inside almost exclusively. Josh Dix and Tony Perkins didn't do a whole lot of damage in that game last night, but uh, they kept the engine going. That's for sure. And uh, 81, 86 in the text line agrees with you. The players only meeting appears to have been effective. And yeah, sometimes they're rhetoric. Sometimes they are effective. This one for the Hawkeye men's basketball team appears to be very, very effective. 319-366-1600 here on a Wednesday edition of the gym class. We'll talk more about this tomorrow uh, in depth. Kevin Lehman, the coach, will join us for our weekly off-the-glass segment. Looking forward to uh, talking hoops with Kevin coming up tomorrow. And... Uh, yeah, 78-71. Iowa got off to a very, very good start in the game last night. Michigan State made a couple of little runs, got it down close at the end. Owen Freeman, again, got into a little bit of foul difficulty, but came in, made a very good pass, made a dunk 
at the end of the game, toward the end of the game, and that kind of sealed the deal last night. Uh, truly so. And uh, breaking news, I renewed my Peacock subscription. Whoa! Yesterday, <laughs> and uh, just to watch this game and also to watch Iowa-Indiana women tomorrow, and I figured six bucks a month, and for crying out loud, I got to talk about it. I got, I got to see the game, right? Right. It was kind of a no-brainer, but yeah, you touched on something. I mean, to do this at Michigan State, which had been on a roll, to do it largely without Owen Freeman, although he had a couple uh, really impactful moments at the end of the game. Uh, he was in foul trouble, and he commits some silly fouls sometimes, and I think uh, the coaching staff can probably get that straightened out, but uh, you got to have him on the floor by and large. But last night, um, um, Iowa overcame that. And I think I texted you that I really think Peyton Sanford has become the, uh, the, the heart and soul of this team. You know, you would think, I, I think Perkins is to a certain extent, but Sanford with his uh, performances, his numbers, his ability to hit the three, uh, and his emotional state, uh, not only uh, with himself, but with other players. I, I saw that come through last night even more. Yeah, the guard court certainly leading uh, the Hawkeyes. Uh, 27-23 says uh, they like the players that Fran and the staff recruit. I think that's, uh, that is agreed upon by a lot of Iowa men's basketball fans after last night. Two more home games left, by the way, for Iowa men's basketball against Penn State and then senior day against uh, the Fighting Illini of Illinois. What does this do in the uh, big picture, people are wondering? Well, it did a little bit of good, obviously. Second straight quad one win for the Hawkeyes. They're up to 62 as far as the net is concerned. If you're wondering if this propelled Iowa into all of the brackets, via the bracketologists out there. Uh, I hate to burst your bubble, but that is a no. Uh, in fact, Joe Lenardi's latest uh, not full bracketology reveal, he does that on Tuesdays and Fridays right now, uh, but the uh, latest daily update from Joe Lenardi, Iowa is still not even listed as a team considered. He goes uh, last four without buys, last four buys, First four out, next four out, and then considered. Iowa is still not even among the considered right now, as far as Joe is concerned. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it, Scott? That, uh, you know, as good as Iowa fans feel about last night and the last two games, is it just a tease? Is it just a tease that, uh, you know, Iowa will uh, not finish uh, the season particularly strong? Uh, we're not going to know that, obviously, for a couple, three weeks. But uh, this you have to wonder. I mean, what if Iowa wins out? I don't expect that to happen. It gets to 20 and 11 and, what, 12 and 8 in the league? Then they'd be uh, in strong consideration. Yeah, I think so. Um, and, and they get a... Uh, first round by, I think, in the in the Big Ten tournament. So, but that's the ceiling, certainly. The floor, we probably don't want to talk about that. That's why I ask: Is it just a tease? This is a team now via that win last night that has a chance to go ten and ten in the league. Win your yeah. two home games. Uh, I mean, it's going to be easier said than done. Illinois is not going to be easy, even on Senior Day. Uh, we all know that the Illini in there twice once in Champaign and once in Iowa City. Game at Northwestern where uh, just not good things have happened as of late for Iowa against a really good cat team up there. But this is still, you, I tell you what, if you ask people back in November, and especially after the, uh, the early mini Big Ten start of 0-2, including a loss at home, would you take 10-10? and for the Iowa men's basketball team in the Big Ten, I think 85% of the people would have would have said, yeah, I will do that. Isaac is shaking his head. You would have taken 10 and 10, right? 
Yeah, for sure. I think the biggest thing is you can see the progression of the team. I think that's what's encouraging for me is you had such a young group of players and they've gotten better, which is exactly what you wanted to see from this year as a sort of developmental and build up these young guys. So I would, I don't know. I'm pretty encouraged if I was an Iowa basketball fan. Still 62 as far as a net is concerned. And uh, that's that's still on the outside looking in at this point. But things are rosier. That's for sure. 319-366-1600. You compare that to uh, Drake, their net is 44. Drake is, uh, I believe Joe Lenardi has them next four out right now for the Drake Bulldogs. So they are moving up in the uh, bracketology world of Joe Lenardi. And and he's kind of the one that's the most uh, bearish on the Missouri Valley at this point. Indiana State's uh, net is down to 31, though, so... A couple of uh, tough losses for for those folks, uh, certainly. A big game for uh, both Drake and uh, UNI tonight. Uh, the Northern Iowa Panthers in action at Illinois State. And, uh, yeah, UNI is only 15-12, and 12, but 9-7 and seven in the in the Mo Valley. But they are tied for fourth mark, and you get that fourth spot, you get a bye. And that's what UNI and Ben Jacobson, that's what they are looking for right now. Yeah, I think that's what uh... – Jacobson is aiming for right now and once you get in the tournament obviously anything can happen and I'll just reiterate what Seth Greenberg's tweet was the season starts when the brackets are announced and going from there uh, I I read some projections the other day how about Iowa Drake in a first round NIT matchup Uh, I said that three weeks ago Ah, uh, I could see it. I can see it. And that that would be tremendous. It really would. It would be great for basketball in the state of Iowa to have Drake in Iowa go at it again. Everyone wants to talk about golf, Mark. Everyone wants to talk about golf. So, uh, you know, just 8077 says just got done playing. Up at, I don't can we give plugs to people? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if we want to start doing that. Everyone wants to know a list of courses that are going to be open over the weekend. Uh, we'll forget somebody. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to forget someone out there like you mentioned. Um, yeah, there's a certain town in northern Lynn County that may or may not be on Highway 13 that uh, has a golf course open. Just saying that right now. <laughs> How was that? Was that too specific, Mark? Mark Ironside. Well, you know, I'm not your biggest golf connoisseur, but I do you know. You pick of up a town. the club every once I, in a I while. I do. I mean, I can swing it when I need to. Um, but yeah, I, I know. I, I might know the town that you're talking about in okay. Northern Lynn County off of Highway 13. That kind of makes it pretty limited. <laughs> may have a fairgrounds there. Yeah. You yeah. know, may have she one. Does it have the same initials as Caitlin Clark. May have. <laughs> 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 they and they are renowned to be open <laughs> early. In fact, the first ones. But my the others. My mind's on racing lately. Like, That's right. This warm weather is getting me all pumped up for turkey hunting season and racing. But we you got, got your get... wish Monday, Mark. What's that? You did you get got your, your wish. wish Monday. I did, and you know what? I I played the uh, I'm the boss card and played a little hooky and left work early so I could watch that too. So it worked out in my favor. Did you watch both races though? I didn't make it through the entire second the Xfinity. Okay. I tried, but I, it was too late for me. But uh, it worked out in my favor because I was really bummed that I wasn't going to be able to watch it on Sunday, at least the most of it because of the iWrestling meet. And then it worked out that it was canceled. And then we got, you know, I was able to watch it on Monday. And I was pretty pumped up all day long to uh, be able to watch that. So. All worked out. Yeah, sure did. In Mark's favorite. In my favorite big time. (laughs) All right. uh, We're going to take a break. We'll come back, and uh, we will uh, talk wrestling with Mark Ironside. We will get you to an Emil's Hideaway scoreboard update then after that, and uh, we will have a Bowling Night in America preview as well coming up here in just a little bit. The 1600 ESPN $5,000 Man Cave giveaway continues right now. This is a national contest, and yet one local 1600 ESPN listener is guaranteed to win at least $500. Enter with this winning sports word, television. 
now at KGYMRadio.com. Why shouldn't you have a $5,000 man cave paid for by 1600 ESPN? Again, get all the details at KGYMRadio.com. Eastern Iowa weather from 1600 ESPN. A mix of sun and clouds as we head throughout our day today. We should be seeing highs up into those upper 50s and lower 60s throughout this afternoon. However, more clouds will build in overnight tonight, leading up to our next chances for some light rainfall, especially further off towards the south and east, with little rainfall accumulation as we head towards early Thursday morning. However, those clouds will continue to clear out as we head throughout our day here for Thursday, leading to plenty of sunshine and temperatures getting back into those upper 50s. However, we will have a cold front pass through, dropping those highs into the upper 40s to finish out the week. I'm meteorologist Garrett Hyde, and that was a check of your latest Iowa's News Now with the first forecast. Can you feel it? It's wedding band season. Hey, we are Joseph and Clayton Hoyt, and we're stoked to let you know about our 12th annual wedding band show and sale. The sale is two days only, March 2nd and 3rd, so put it on your calendar and set a reminder. It's the biggest wedding band show in the Cedar Rapids area. Newly engaged? Perfect timing. Married for a while? It's a great time to update those rings. We'll be showcasing our top designers, including Crown Ring, Carlex, and Blue Royale. Save 15% off precious metal rings, 10% off alternative rings. Enter to win a honeymoon and enter to win $500 off your purchase. You will also receive a free alternative metal sports band by Torque with your precious metal purchase. Check out our website or call us to schedule your time. We'll also have excellent financing options. Don't miss the biggest wedding band show in the Cedar Rapids area. Only at C.P. Hoyt Jewelers in Cedar Rapids, corner of Collins and First Ave, where Cedar Rapids gets engaged and their wedding bands. Call to set up your appointment today. If you haven't been to a neighborhood Quick Star lately and taken advantage of all of the savings with Quick Star's Quick Hot Savings, then I've got your reason to go right now or uh, later on on your way home here. Well, not only do they have take home meals with lower prices each and every day, with prices starting as low as $5 on great meals that are freshly prepared in the Quick Star kitchens, like chicken, bacon, mac and cheese, beef stroganoff, as well as spaghetti and meatballs. But they also have that terrific sale that continues on 12 ounce packs of bacon. They're on sale for just $249. You have a limit of two, but hey, $249. Get two today, go back, get two the next day, go back, get two the day after that. It's uh, very, very simple right there. And uh, if you're on the go, stop on by and, and pick up one of their uh, hot take sandwiches. Uh, they're very, very good, uh, whether it's a, a breakfast sandwich or lunchtime or even one late at night. All that available at your neighborhood Quick Star. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is now live. The official sports book of ESPN features daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN shows and personalities like me. Bet on all your favorite sports with live in-game wagers, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sports book bet. Download the ESPN Bet app to sign up today. I'll see you there. ESPN Bet, what a play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tune in to 1600 ESPN every weekday at 5 o'clock with Spencer on Sports for Drive Time, driven by Linder Tire. Life's better when you're under our roof because our agents can help you choose insurance to help protect what matters most. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family can have the help they need to continue to pursue their dreams. Contact Kirk Gustafson, agent at 1715 Johnson Avenue, Northwest in Cedar Rapids, or call 319-363-7214 today. Products not available in all states. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. American Family Insurance. And a big thanks to Kurt Gustafson, Agency of American Family Insurance. Uh, he sponsors the appearance each and every week by Mark Ironside. Uh, we talk college wrestling with you on Wednesdays here on the program. And uh, if you have a question for Mark, we always have great questions for Mark. You can get them in at 319-366-1600. As, uh, uh, we're going to talk about the college wrestling, but Des Moines was fun. It was. Boy, yeah. you talk about unpredictable. We talked with Tony yesterday, kind of wrapped that up a little bit, but uh, the two four-time guys, possible guys, got beat. Um, it's just, I guess it's, it, it is good for wrestling because you've got so much depth now, uh, I think, more than you did 10, 15 years ago. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. More I, good wrestlers? Uh, 
I don't know. I thought the field, honestly, was kind of down this year. The the overall caliber of the wrestlers here in the state of Iowa. Um, but I think you're starting to see more and more guys that win early at the collegiate level as well, too. They win early, and then as they get older, they have a tougher time winning. It's like these younger guys come out and they're ready to go and, and more fired up or whatever. But, you know, uh, Maxis McGainis, um, you know, from Waterloo East, that might be a difference between 1A and 3A as well, too. Uh, you know, I mean, he won his first three titles at Columbus in 1A, and then he bumped up to 3A, and he wasn't able to get it done. And, and Freeman, he didn't look great the whole tournament. It wasn't a big surprise to me that he got beat by that Coy Davidson from Fort Dodge in the finals. Uh, but it was a spectacular match, especially that scrambled at the very end. And, and Coy Davidson just looked like he had more. He just wanted it more, plain and simple at the end there. And it was exciting to see. But the tournament, I'll tell you what, the finals, that was the fastest finals I've ever been a part of. Like it, We blew through that finals. <laughs> so I, I don't think I've ever walked out of that building before 930 before. How about Ross? What was your impression? Oh, my him? Lord. I don't I, <laughs> He is little gonna, Ross. Yeah, he is. He's going to take full advantage of the NIL. There's no doubt that Ross Sean is unreal. He is the real deal for sure. So it'll be. It's going to be interesting to see. He's going to want everybody, every college coach in America, uh, coming after him. And I mean, he's only a sophomore. He's still got two years left. And, and he he looked. He looked like he played the part. There's no doubt about it. Who was that good? Yeah, who we have to question who was the uh outstanding wrestler? I don't I don't even know who well, was. Well, I should know um because I was part of that. Um I think Deshaun Ross was MVP if I remember right uh, in class 3A, but the MVP of the entire in total tournament I think was the Coy Davidson of Fort Dodge okay. who beat Carter Freeman. Um uh, who was going for his fourth title, if I remember right. Or it could be vice versa. But one of them was the 3A MVP, and one of them was the actual tournament MVP. 0558 says, they were shocked to see Jake Knight wearing an Iowa wrestling shirt. He was? <laughs> yeah. That's what they... Hey, the internet never lies, Mark. Well, I didn't see that, but yeah, Jake Knight's a freaking hammer. There's no doubt, which would surprise me because obviously his dad being um, an Iowa State alum oh, yeah. and getting beat up pretty bad by Terry Brands um, with no love loss when they were in college, that would surprise me. But, hey, you know what? Their colors are black and gold at Bettendorf, and it's closer to Iowa City to Bettendorf than it is Iowa State. You'd have to drive right through, Ames, or right through Iowa City on the way to Ames every time. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens, but that's interesting. I did not know that. Senior day on the weekend on Sunday against Wisconsin, Mark, and an expected victory. Um, but I think more people wanted to know about who didn't participate in senior day and if they'll be back. What uh, light can you shed like on? Brands and Glazier. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was surprised, you know, that we didn't see some of those other guys out there. Um, I don't know. I, I thought maybe we'd see some other guys out there, but maybe they didn't want to participate. Maybe they're not done fighting yet. I don't know. So I, I didn't really read much into it, to be honest with you. I, I really, really didn't. Um, as far as the dual meet goes, I think we wrestled really well. We came out, we scored a lot of points like we should have and could have and did what we were supposed to do. It was great for Real Woods to get a fall. That's the first fall we've seen since the Illinois dual meet. His first fall of the entire season. Uh, it was great to see Brody Teske come out and get a tech fall, almost a fall, and get a tech fall in the second period. Uh, it was just, it was a good dual meet for him. But again, you look at the competition level that we're we're facing, and that's what we should do to a team like that, just like we did Purdue, just like we did Illinois, just like we did Northwestern. And then as soon as we run into Michigan, we didn't fare so well. As soon as we run into Penn State, we didn't fare so well. When we wrestle the teams that we should be able to beat up on, we do well and we beat up on them. So that's why I'm really excited for this weekend on Sunday against Okie State because now we're going to run to another team that's pretty reasonable to Michigan. We should go in there and we have the opportunity to probably win seven matches or we could only win, you know, four or five if we don't compete very well. So it's going to be um, a great opportunity to see if we could put two good duels in a row together uh and especially this one being against a, a a team that's on a high right now and wrestling really well 
in a hostile environment on the road and kind of springboard us into the the postseason. So I'm really looking forward to see how the Hawks respond uh, to the Oklahoma State Cowboys on Sunday. Did I have a, qu- a question? Uh, Joey Cruz wrestled. Yeah. Uh, is just to give you you mentioned before that uh, Tom and Terry like to give guys a day off sometime through the season was just Drake's time or no, there's I, an injury there. I, I don't know 110%, but I heard he was sick. Okay. I, I heard he was sick. And I will say when I was down in the room working out beforehand, um, and during the duel and in the locker room beforehand and afterhand and all, I never seen Drake. Okay. Usually if a guy's, it's his time, it's his weekend off or whatever, he'll be in there kind of getting his workout on his own in and just kind of, you know, hanging out with the team or whatever. It's just his day off or whatever. But he, he was not in the building. He was not in the facility. Um, and that, you know, and I didn't ask Tom. We didn't have him on for a post-match show because of senior uh, day being after the dual meet. Um, but my gut is that if so I heard from a pretty good source that he was sick. So, and if he wasn't around, he's was probably just sick. And obviously, hopefully he's feeling better. It was just a, a short period type of thing. And um, he's ready to go this weekend to head to Okie state. Mark, uh, I, I don't recall every one of these, but the probable lineups for this match with Oklahoma state, they are what they are. Um, I take them with a grain of salt, if you will, but it is out there. And, there are four weights, four out of the ten weights for Iowa are quote-unquote or situations. What do you make of that? Um, you know, you might see Gabe Arnold in there. Um, I know that he's got another match left that he could wrestle. So it's, you know, you could very well see Gabe Arnold. I'm sure he's probably going to go on the trip, and, and he very well could wrestle. I don't know what Tom's going to do there. Um, I'm not really honestly sure what he's going to do at 133, too. I think that, you know, again, like we've talked about this before, and I can't put words into Tom Branch's mouth, but if I'm if I'm the coach, I'm not I'm not really seeing what Tom's seeing in Schriever um, as far as being the absolute solid candidate here. I don't know if he's really stepped up and, and shined the light over Brody Teske, uh, but at the same time, I don't think Brody Teske has really taken full advantage of his opportunities either, but... Now that Brody Teske got an opportunity to get back on the mat for senior day, and it was awesome that he did that, and he went out, and not only did he win, but he performed extremely well, even though the, you know his competition wasn't that great. But he did perform. I don't think you would have seen Colin Schriever put up that many points that quick. And so maybe now Tom's like, ah, you know what? We might be on it. I don't know what to do here. So maybe he'll wrestle Teske another time at, at Okie State or Schriever, and he, or maybe he's undecided. I don't know. Or maybe he's... He's going to wrestle Teske, and then if Teske performs really well, then maybe he does a wrestle-off for the Big Tens, two out of three. So I'm not really sure what's going to happen there. I, But I would personally, from a personal standpoint, I'd like to see Teske just, you know, at least get maybe another crack or a fair shot at this um, at the end of the season. But that's why, you know, Tom's a coach. He's in the room, like I've said, every single day. He sees how these guys practice. They compete in the room as well, too, and that plays a lot into it. So maybe he knows something that, you know, none of us know. I'm not in the room every day. Plot's tough, though. If if Arnold goes up against him, uh, he's number two across the board right now, and he's he's tough hombre. It would be a good opportunity to see where Gabe Arnold's at. But it also might be a situation where we go into that match and we're like, oof. You know, this is kind of a Michigan thing all over again. We're not faring very well. We need, we need, we need a chance to win this match. We might not get this dual meet. You know, it's good to have a Gabe Arnold in your in your arsenal right there and ready to go. So I think there's a lot of different factors in there, and, and we'll see kind of how it plays out. So, Mark, I, I don't know if you had a chance to do this, but I kind of – my very, very amateur uh, opinion, I, I've got Iowa winning four, uh, Oklahoma State three with three toss-ups, which kind of plays into your comment, Iowa could win seven, they could win four. Yeah, I I see us winning six. Honestly, I see us winning six. I would think, I would hope for at least six, maybe seven. But if things went south and we only we there might be a slim possibility we only win four, and then we need to try and score some bonus points somewhere. So that's why this duel meet is going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch on FS1 or listen to my radio partner Stephen Grace because I will not be there. I'll be in uh, Wells Fargo Arena um, doing the Kid State wrestling stuff there for work. 
Um, I'm really kind of bummed that I'm going to miss this trip. Out of all the trips that we typically go on, um, this is one that I actually look forward to every other year when we go to Gallagher-Ibon Arena in Stillwater, Oklahoma. And I got a lot of respect for that program and John Smith and and their fans there. And, and I love it and the fact that this is an up-and-coming team. They've gotten better and better as the team went on. And that it's a great opportunity for us to wrestle some good competition and really kind of get a measuring stick of where we're at before the postseason. It is. And uh, I would a lot more. Uh, I think there was just a lot more uh, go get it from Iowa on Sunday. Now you got to see if that's going to keep on going for the next weekend because it's easy to do that on senior day. You're hyped up, you're ready to go. But can you can you keep that up? And that's the question, and that's why I'm excited for the for this meet on Sundays because, and I'm glad that we're not going and wrestling like a Northwestern again or something like that. I'm really glad. This is a test. Yeah, I'm really glad that we're going into a, a hostile environment um, that they know wrestling. It's going to be a good crowd. It's going to be a Sunday afternoon duel there. And this is going to be a, a good test to see and a good measuring stick to see where we're at. You know, like I said, before we go into the postseason and what he, and, and like Mark brought up, I don't, you know, I don't know what he's going to do with some of these ways. I'm interested just as much as everybody else to kind of see who we threw out there at 33. I would think that Caleb Rachi is going to go at 49 over uh, Voinovich and uh, heavyweight. I don't know. I, you might see Keeter out there again. Maybe so, what it comes down to having to do something, or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's I'm, I'm curious. I'm just as curious as everybody else. So if I was going to be on the trip and traveling with the team out there, I'd probably know obviously a little bit beforehand. But some of the stuff might be kind of like not until match time does Tom actually make a decision on some of this. So, uh, but it's going to be a very interesting duel meet, not just to see who wrestles at certain weights but also to see the outcomes um, of some of these matches so uh, it's a great way to end the the regular dual meet season before you head into the postseason and then we'll have a couple weeks before about a week and a half before we travel out to maryland for the big 10 championships which is going to be a heck of a big 10 <laughs> tournament um, besides penn state obviously but everybody else is going to be a barn burner of a tournament um Mark, is Iowa a better duel or tournament team? Some teams are good at both. Some teams are, you know, Nebraska, I think, has a really good tournament team. But what do you think? I would go tournament. I definitely say we are probably a better tournament team overall. I think you can score a lot of points um, coming through the backside, and that's where we're going to be at some of these weights. And, and that's where, you know, teams can really show their strengths versus just a mano a mano just one match kind of matchup in a dual meet you have an opportunity to go through the backside and against some other opponents and and kind of show what you're made of and possibly pick up some bonus points along the way so you know and that's also i mean you got between besides penn state you've got iowa you've got michigan you've got nebraska i mean it's going to be Ohio State, you can't really count them out either. I mean, it's going to be a very, very interesting Big Ten championships, and the seeds going into this are going to be very crucial as well, too. And there's going to be some, there's going to be some seeds that are probably scratch your head a little bit, and some ones that you're like, how the, I don't know how you're going to see this because this guy's beat this guy, but he got beat by that guy, and then that guy got beat by this guy. It's <laughs> just like, you know, like 125 in particular. I mean, it's just going to be might as well just draw the top five guys out of a hat and throw them in there, you know. Yeah, uh, very much so. And, uh, you know, we, we don't only have Division One, but uh, here in Cedar Rapids, uh, in the next couple of weeks, two or three weeks, we're going to have a lot. We're going to have uh, regional championships. We're going to have national championships here. The women's uh, college national. national championships are going to be here. So there's a lot of good wrestling coming up in the in the next few weeks. There really is. It's uh, Cedar Rapids and the Alliant Energy arena down there is really becoming a hotbed for D2s and 3s and or D3s basically. D2 is not going to be here but D3s and women's wrestling and it's great to see and I really hope that our local fans can get out and really support, you know, the sport of wrestling even if it's not the high level. We get out and support the women's program and and the D3s and the co colleges and um and just go watch some great wrestling right here in your own backyard and have some fun and relax. It's just kind of a neat fun relaxing environment. It is, and uh, you don't think they're good wrestlers. You're wrong. I mean, <laughs> uh, try to, I mean, Esmoil for Co. 
You just got uh, American Rivers Conference Wrestler of the Week again. That uh, he's a tough kid. He really is. Ozendorf does a really good job trying to you know recruit um, from local talent as as much as he can and and bring them in and you see a lot of local kids go through that co college wrestling program. It's neat that they have the uh, nationals right here in Cedar Rapids and you know Warburg's at the top of their game like they always are. Eric Keller up there and uh, amongst many other schools. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a really it's, it's March, you know. I mean, everybody thinks of basketball when it comes to March, but honestly, wrestling is just jam-packed full in March as well, too, and it's a lot of fun to watch. Wartburg and Augsburg split, so this is going to be <laughs> in their two duels, so we'll yep. see what happens uh, when they get to the Nationals. And they're going to be one and two. I mean, yeah, for sure. No doubt. Uh, that's just kind of the way it is. And Coe's up there, too. Cornell's got a good team again, so hopefully they'll get some good individuals up there. Yeah, Co. They just sometimes they have good years, sometimes bad years. It's just so much. I mean, I don't want to get into the academic aspects of things, but it's just so much tougher for athletes to get into Co. It seems like than it is Wartburg, and that's just kind of different between those colleges and stuff. You know, when it comes to wrestling and whatever. But um, at the end of the day, you know, Eric Keller does a great job at Wartburg up there coaching, as well as Coach John Osendorf, who's a really good buddy of mine, and enjoy being around him and. Um, a lot of history. He's built a lot of history within that program at Coe College. And um, and then once after the women's are over and the, and the D2s and 3s and the JUCOs and NIs, and then everybody wants to just focus and concentrate and have fun and go to Kansas City <laughs> for a fantastic D1 national championships. And that's what makes things fun. And I hear that the tickets for Kansas City are really, really tough to come by this year and really, really expensive. Yeah. Well, you'll be there, though. You don't have to worry about it. I do not have to be worried about there, but if anybody's listening to think about hitting me up for tickets, please don't because <laughs> I don't have any. I have no lines on it. Normally, people I can get tickets from, they're calling me and asking me if I have any kind of avenues to get tickets, and I just don't this year. It's a tough, tough ticket to get, and they're expensive. So, I don't know. This might be one of those years you just kind of sit back and kick back and you know listen to the radio or turn on ESPN and skip work. There you go. There you go. Were you happy about the race? No ideas, Isaac. That's not an idea for you. <laughs> are you a William Byron fan? You know, I'm not. I'm not a William Byron fan, but I, I don't like you know dislike William Byron. I don't really have a guy that I cheer for on a regular basis. Um, you know, I I have some guys I don't really care for, but I don't really have a guy like Earnhardt used to be my guy. Obviously, that was that was my guy, and ever since you know Dale Earnhardt Senior passed on, then. I haven't really just kind of gone with one particular driver in in specific. Dale Earnhardt Sr. was my all-time favorite. You know, I mean, he was a lot of favorites. It was a lot of favorites. He was my idol growing up, and you know, it's funny because when I was wrestling in college, that was his heyday of racing. And and people a lot of times in interviews and stuff you do for college, they would ask you like, you know, who's your who is your idol or who'd you look up to the most? You know, coming up to the wrestling rankings or who motivated you? Blah blah blah. And everybody expects you to be like. Dan Gable or Tom and Terry Brands, which they did. But a lot of times, honestly, I would say Dale Earnhardt. I, I wanted to wrestle like Dale Earnhardt drove a race car. And, you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to be the intimidator type of thing when I was on the wrestling mat. Now, when you're off the wrestling mat, you want to be that good boy that your mama, you know, raised you to be. But when you're on the wrestling mat, you know, Dale Earnhardt all the way. Ralph asked uh, plans this year. How many races are you going to race the late model? Uh, I think we're having 12 out of Hawkeye Downs, but then I have a second car this year, second late model this year. I'm planning on racing in Wisconsin on Saturday nights as well, too, up there in... Um, oh, at Dells? Yep. Uh, nice. No, not, no, not, not the Dells, Dells, Lacrosse. At Lacrosse. At okay. Lacrosse on Saturday nights. All right. So a little bit, a, a, another level up up there and going to the 10-inch slicks and open motors. And so I'm really looking forward to the racing season a lot this year. Nice. Nice, nice. It's around the corner, man. Any sponsors out there? You just let me know. <laughs> we, got two cars. we got two cars to pay for got this year. Got two cars to feed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tires aren't cheap. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks. And uh, we'll talk next week. Yeah, next week I'll be c- calling in from Arizona. I'll be down there with my mom, visiting my daughter, and catching a couple Cubs spring training games and uh, just getting out of town for a little bit before we ramp up for the March postseason uh, wrestling season. Uh, but I will be on the show for sure. I'll just be calling in from down there. There you go. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. 350 here on a uh, Wednesday edition of the gym class here on 1600.
ESPN. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll have a bowling night in America preview. We'll also get to an Emil Sideway scoreboard for you right after this here on 1600 ESPN. This is a test of the emergency alert system. This concludes this test of the emergency alert system. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. May City Bowl is always a good time, Dukes. Even when we're not bowling so great, Scott. Well, May City Bowl does it right. A full-service pro shop for serious bowlers. And fun for everyone, like Glow Bowling Friday and Saturday nights. Our team, the Rusty Nails, is in the adult league. But they have leagues for every age and skill. And you can call ahead for open lane times. So whether you're leaguers or just want to have fun, it's always a great time at May City Bowl, off Williams Boulevard Southwest in Cedar Rapids, the official sponsor of Bowling Night in America on the gym. And we will get to a Bowling Night in America preview coming up here in just a moment. But first, we need to get to an Emil's Hideaway scoreboard update. It's brought to you by Emil's on First Avenue Southeast in Cedar Rapids. They're right across from the Lindale Mall and next to the Home Depot. Open at 4 o'clock Monday through Saturday and online at emilshideaway.com. Former Iowa wide receiver Marvin McNutt has been named the head football coach at Keokuk. High School. Northwestern searching for a home field for the next two years as Ryan Field is rebuilt has announced that its game against Ohio State next November will be played at Wrigley Field. Previously announced, the Indiana game will be at, this is for Isaac, Seed Geek, a soccer-specific stadium. Is that where the fire play, Isaac? I'd assume so. I don't know where else it would be. Okay. Uh, Netflix has ordered a documentary on the demise of the Montreal Expos. 20 years since it uh, left uh, for Washington, D.C. I will watch. And finally, for Scott, Charlie Woods, at age 15, will try to qualify for the Cognizant Tournament on the PGA Tour, also known as the Honda Classic. He will enter a pre-qualifier tomorrow try to get into the Monday qualifying where the top four will qualify for the tournament. Side note, Charlie Woods is ranked number 1,300 in the Junior World Golf Rankings. Enjoy your high school season, Charlie, coming up and you're 15. Do not try to beat pros that are trying to make a living. <laughs> I don't see any good coming out of that, Mark. I no, other than experience, an experience, and maybe keeping the Woods brand name out in front. I don't know. He's 15. Let him be a kid, man. Let him be a kid. Just my opinion. Just my opinion out there. Uh, it is a Wednesday. It is a bowling night in America. And uh, this preview brought to you by May City Bowl. They're located on Trent Street Southwest in Cedar Rapids, the home of Bowling Night in America. At 6.15, I'm going to have a cold shiver going down my back as I'm up in Manchester tonight. <laughs> yeah, the Rusty Nails will try to get it done without you uh, against Van Horn Motors, lanes 21 and 22. The Rusty Nails currently sit in third place in the very tight standings of the Adult Evergreen League. Van Horn Motors, and last, you've heard of the one sixteen versus one games in the NCAA tournament. Still got a still got a bowl tonight, boys. 
twice the 16th seed has beaten the one seed, and it has yeah. been recently. And it could happen in bowling, probably much easier than it can in men's basketball or women's basketball, for that matter. But, yeah, uh, we'll have a complete report coming up on uh, Bowling Night in America tomorrow. As I mentioned, Kevin Lehman, the coach, will join us coming up tomorrow as well, and uh, we will talk about hoops. Uh, Missouri Valley Conference games coming up this evening. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Iowa and Iowa State. By the way, the Iowa State women in action. Uh, we'll have their game for you right after Spencer on sports as they will try to fare a little bit better uh, down in Houston, Texas, as they take on the Houston Cougars. And the Iowa State women right now, they are the bubble uh, as far as women's bracketology is concerned. Uh, last week they were out. This week they are slightly back in after the loss to uh, Kansas, or the, excuse me, the win over Kansas State. But uh, they need a win over Houston, who is uh, one of the bottom feeders as far as the Big 12 women's standings are concerned. And if they uh, do that, then, uh, yeah, going to be a, a big help for Bill Fenley and his Cyclones. And we'll have it tonight for you right here on 1600 ESPN. Coming up later on in the week uh, on Friday, uh, we got a twofer for you. Jeff Linder is going to join us to preview the girls' state tournament, probably talk about Iowa-Indiana women as well. They play tomorrow night. And then uh, Tom Cakert uh, will join us coming up on a, a big Friday edition of the program. So definitely looking forward to that. And uh, Connecticut, down goes number one, Mark, in a big, big way to the Creighton Blue Jays. Yeah, by 20, and uh, watched a lot of that game, and uh, UConn will be back. Don't worry about that, but Creighton, you want to think about uh, bracketology and uh, filling out your brackets, don't forget about Creighton. It's a nice team. It is. Very nice team, and uh, uh, Greg McDermott's just done a whale of a job over there and just keeps on keeping on over there in the Big East. So uh, hope the boys have a good night. We'll uh, we'll check in on him a little bit later on. Mark, have a great night uh, for yourself, and uh, happy opening night to you, Isaac, in the MLS, if you choose to watch. I'll do my best. All right. Stay tuned. Spencer on Sports coming your way next right here on uh, 1600 ESPN. Eastern Iowa's home for sports. We will talk with you tomorrow on the Thursday edition of the gym class starting at 3. Have a great night, everybody. You've been listening to the gym class. Life insurance. Why are you putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think you don't need it? There's lots of excuses for putting off life insurance. But if you weren't there, who would pay the mortgage and other bills? With Ethos, you could be covered in 10